Good morning, you two. What can I get for you? I'll have a stack of pancakes. Uh, yeah, me too. And, and make them... Spooks! Okay, and did you want coffee with that? Oh, yeah, definitely coffee. Definitely. Yeah, coffee would be great, thanks. Welcome to Spooky Pancakes, the podcast where Dad and his team discuss horror movies they watched over Saturday morning pancakes. I'm Rowan. I'm the teen. I'm Dave. I'm the dad. It's June, and um, it's Pride Month. It is Pride Month. That's that's very exciting. Actually, on the first day of Pride Month, so June 1st, it was a school day. I yeah. forget which day it was, like a okay. Wednesday or something. But Elsa, my sister... Um, <laughs> She comes out of her room and looks at me, and okay, so this is this might be offensive to straight people, and I don't think it's actually <laughs> going to be super offensive. Okay, but in the context that it is Pride Month and we're both um, part of the LGBTQ plus community, she goes, "You look like a straight person," <laughs> and I'm just like, "What?" Because <laughs> I'm wearing I'm wearing jeans and like a yellow top. And, like, that's, like, my classic outfit, though. I'm wearing, like, this, like, yellow crop top and, like, some high-waisted jeans. And and that's straight? I guess. I don't know. Okay. I'm just, like, wearing what I normally wear. And she's just, like, it's the first day of Pride Month. Like, wear something gay. <laughs> and I'm, like, like, I don't actually know if I own a whole lot of, like, Pride gear. <laughs> or if I can find it in, like, a last minute's notice. Because she's also the person who will murder me. Not literally. If, like, I don't leave the house at least 15 minutes before we have to well, be this, at school. Hey, I, I, she gets that from mom. I applaud her for doing that. So I went back in my room and I was like, fine, I'll change. <laughs> what did you end up wearing? Uh, so you know that shirt that I have that's like D&D dice that then go. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of. Then like spread and go onto rainbows and they're each. Yeah, yeah. They're each rainbows and different D&D dice. And I still wore the same jeans. But Elsa, she had, let's see, let me see if I can remember. She had a skirt on, like a pleated skirt, that had the bi pride flag in like a ring around like the bottom of the skirt. And then a heart that was the bi pride colors and said bi under it. Um, Yeah, just in case people don't know. What are the bi pride colors? Um, it's because I don't know that I know that. blue, purple, and then pink. Okay, all right. Um, I'm sure this podcast is going to come out like well after uh, yeah. Pride, just the way that our schedule is uh, is yeah. shaping up uh, right now. All um, right, well, I have a new a new thing that we're going to try today. Yeah, what yeah. is it? We are going to do trivia time. Da, da, da. All right, so. We're going to go back and forth with some trivia. We're going to see how we, we specially chose some items yeah. that we think that the other should 
have some, you know, ability to guess correctly. Yeah. And I tried to choose some that won't be a huge spoiler for people who haven't seen the movie that it's of. Oh, okay. Because um, right. there was one where it's like, who is the person who killed this person? Or at like, the end of the movie. At the end of the movie. Like, who's the who's the killer? And I'm like, I'm right, not going to do that's that. That's pretty lame for us to do. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to do something spoil that's not. Spoil a bunch of movies. Spoil a whole bunch okay, of movies that aren't part of this I didn't even think podcast. about that. I did not think about that. So. I thought of it when I saw one thing that was like, I was like, oh, that's a huge spoiler. And like, I didn't even know if I knew that movie, oh. but I was, I was like, I think you know that movie, yeah. but like, I don't know if I know that movie. And then it's going to spoil. For and then it's going to spoil for whoever doesn't right. watch it. So if you hear something, if you hear a movie title that you want to watch and you haven't seen and you don't want a spoiler for, just be wary. <laughs> and if it sounds like it's something that's going to be a huge spoiler, maybe skip ahead like, 10 seconds or 15 seconds or something like just as a fair warning <laughs> right right All some right. of these may be slightly spoilery okay okay don't look at the back i can't see it from back here are you crazy okay, cool. <laughs> so in the sixth sense 1999 what actor uttered the famous line i see dead people Haley joel osmond yes nice okay good, good. all right so this i'm i'm hoping that you know sort of by osmosis we have not seen this yet, but uh, I totally can't wait to see it with you. Mm-hmm. So Donna and Tad Trenton are trapped in a car by which rabid dog in which Stephen King film based on the book of the same name? Oh, okay. Let's rack through some Stephen King movies that I know um, and books. Okay, so I know... Pet Cemetery, but I don't think it's that one, unless it is. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Oh, Trapped in a car with a rabid dog outside. Oh, you don't know this one. Oh, I. this is like work that I have to, we have to do the work here. Okay, um. Yeah, you, you would know this or you don't know what I think. I don't know it. Oh, it's Cujo. Oh, I've heard of that. Do you not I know don't Cujo? Know. Oh. I've heard of that. I've totally heard of that. All right. There was okay. one Stephen King novel that my piano teacher was reading. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I feel like I've seen that on my shelf. Oh, it's probably half because I have a ton of them. All right. In The Conjuring 2, 2016, what is the name of the, of the demonic nun whom Lorraine battles at the end of the film? There's a name for her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Sister Abigail. No. It's something... Okay, I'll give you a hint. It's something demonic. <laughs> like, it's seriously super demonic. A Beelzebub or something like... No. Sata- Sister Satanas? No, I have no idea. Valak. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my last one for you. Fun last, fact. Last one. Last one. What power tool... Did Russ Thorne use in Slumber Party Massacre 1982? The first one? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the spinning one with the drill. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. The <laughs> drill. drill. Yeah, because he's the driller killer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. What's, what's your last one? I shuffled these, so I've, I have no idea. Right. Um, The Exorcist, 1973, was based on a novel of the same name by what author? William Peter Blatty. It doesn't have the middle name, but that is true. Yes, yes. Good job. Nice. All right. So, uh, Ro. Yes, that is me. What's on the menu this week? This week on 
Spooky pancakes. What's worse than an absent father? A train full of zombies. It's Train, train to, to Busan. Busan. All right, so this movie I, I had already seen before we uh, started watching it. Yeah. Um, but it, it was the it was the first time for you, and this one. It's oh my god, my came... sister. <laughs> my sister is this what you were gonna say? Yeah, 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 yeah. My sister is obsessed with this movie. She hates horror movies. Yeah. Like, she hates them. She doesn't like jump scares. She doesn't really like most things spooky. Like, I'm not going to spoil anything about this, but she watched the first episode of the fourth season of Stranger Things and could not watch it past 8 o'clock. So we've only watched the first episode because we never have time to watch it that isn't past 8 o'clock. Right. So just if you've seen that episode, I don't think it comes anywhere near as scary as Train to Busan. <laughs> and yet... Oh, but she, she, she loves watched this at like son- 9 o'clock. Yeah, it's weird. So th- it, the first time that we watched it, I don't, I, I don't know why you weren't around. I wasn't there because I didn't want to watch something scary and I was kind of too tired to like oh, focus cause, on cause, a movie. Because I think... My aunt was there. Yeah, yeah Kelly was here. And uh, we were going to watch Near Dark, mm-hmm. which I still really want to see. I haven't seen that in a really long time. It's a good vampire flick. And uh, by a, a, a female director, too, which is I which is also cool. watch. She won't watch Walking Dead. Well, you know, it's gross. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but this is gross, I know. too. I, so I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, and so, and so She's the, you know, but she was in the mood. She was like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch Near Dark. And then we couldn't. Near Dark was the whole reason that we ended up getting Shudder. And uh, because we had seen that it was on Shutter, but it had like just gone off Shutter. It is mm-hmm. now back on Shutter, by the way. But um, but yeah, so she uh, was okay with Train to Busan. We had heard good things about it. Everybody was talking about it and we watched it and apparently she just fell in love with it. And I mean, it makes, it's yeah. a great movie. So. so one of the things that I know she said to me, it's like the most we've ever talked about her in an episode, but like yeah, sure. she, she just loves this movie. She was like, you have to watch Train to Busan. You really have to watch Train to Busan. You're like, you really have to watch Train to Busan. I'm like, okay. Um, we watched this actually after watching a um, Hitchcock movie. Mm-hmm. Which one was it? Oh, the one with the plane. Oh, oh, oh! It was uh, a North by Northwest. North by Northwest. Yes. North by Northwest. That was also a good movie. I think I've said this before in an episode, but like Hitchcock movies are a perfect meld of the things that we like to watch as a family, which is Mom and Elsa, which love watching like Poirot. Mm-hmm. I don't speak French, so I cannot say the good. name. That's <laughs> I pretty can because she speaks some French. Some. French three or four or something. Um, but so they love watching like murder mysteries and we love watching horror. So mm-hmm. together that's a Hitchcock movie's like upscaled murder mystery. Sure, sure. So we were watching that and then Elsa was like, can we watch like another? Like, can we watch like Train to Busan? And I was like, okay, fine. Um, it's yeah. just like, she, what her like beef is with horror movies, she's like, they're like never, they never have any things that are like meaningful. It's always just like jump scares. Yeah, and like, there is. She's I, so wrong. There's a whole genre that is psychological out there just waiting for her. I know. That she, she would is love, love like a psychological thriller. She would not like a slasher. She hates no. slashers. She hates jump scares. Like Zootopia no. scared her. What? Zootopia. It has a huge jump scare. It actually does. It uh, made it makes me jump every time I watch that huh, movie. Cool. So cool. if you've seen right. Zootopia and know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about, there's like 
at one time where there's like one of the animals like jumps out like they're like walking through that like animal psych ward or whatever huh. and like one of like there's like a tiger that's like jumps out at like um oh, officer huh. hops i think is her name yeah. um yeah that's it's like a, a huge jump scare like she's just like looking and there's like scratch marks all over the thing and then boom and huh. elsa like could not watch that movie she also didn't like pippi Longstocking, but i don't know if that was because of the nah, jump scare I mean, I, I, or if I, that was just because nah, i wanted to watch it way too often and yeah. she didn't like that Anyway, she should really watch psychological thrillers because, like, yeah, this is not a psychological thriller, but like it's a zombie movie, and like yeah, that, it's like, an action movie. It's an action movie, is what yeah, it is. Yeah, like she just she likes things that like tease her brain, or <laughs> she like she likes things that make her think, and that like sure goes along with brain stuff, and yes. not just like oh scary. But, like it's just I don't know why she doesn't realize she's always like they're not meaningful enough. I'm like. There are some that are really meaningful. Yeah, yeah. Like there yeah, are some a whole that bunch like that we're gonna really have to... tug on your heartstrings. Right, right. So, uh, I guess we we really try to, should try to do our movie, movie in, a in a minute. Do we have a a timer? <sighs> yeah. What is that? Uh, is it's that a, a minute timer? It's a YouTube video of a minute timer. A minute timer. Okay. Oh boy, that's. Uh... So we gotta, but we have to. Stop. We have to go back to the beginning. Oh my God, that's that's maybe too much, but uh, okay, we okay. can try. We can try. All right. I don't know if it gets like higher in volume or intensity or anything. We'll, we'll we'll try. We'll see what, what happens. So here we go. Ready? Yes. Movie in a minute. Who's starting? Who's starting? You. Me. Me. Okay. All right. Okay, so there's a dad, and he's an absent dad. He's got a kid who really wants to go to Busan to visit her mom who lives there. It's her birthday, and they go to on the train to go to Busan, and there's this girl that gets on who's like a teenage girl, and she's infected, and she looks sick, and she collapses to the ground, and there's a train attendant that goes over to her, and then she turns into a zombie and attacks the train attendant, and the train attendant turns into a zombie. Okay, and then like a, a whole bunch of people start to become a zombie. So a, a bunch of people, they all go to the, f the like the one area of the train, and they sort of lock themselves in. Okay, they hear that there's a refugee sort of place at Daejeon, Daejeon Station, and so they head to go over there. Okay, they get over there, and they actually find out, oh, no, everybody's dead over here, and actually, there's a whole bunch of zombie military people. It's really bad, and so they run, they get back on the train, and all the female people go into, like, one section for the most part, and, and also a really crappy business guy, and then the men go off into a totally separate thing. And there's a totally different people, and they try to find each other. And ah! Oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, we always get, like, halfway oh, through. God. Okay, let's keep going quickly and okay, see quick, if we quickly, can start quickly, this quickly. over okay. and do it in two minutes. Okay, Okay. so, uh, all right. It's the continuation. And go. Uh, okay, so uh, they, they fight their way uh, back onto the train, and they're on the train, and the baseball boy calls his uh, baseball girl. Yes, and the baseball girl finds out, tells him, like, we're about to find you and go and get back to that part and the everyone on that side of the train gets convinced by the businessman that they shouldn't let them on because they might be infected. Okay, so now the uh, baseball player and dad, both the dads, 
come uh, going back through the train, and they have to come up with really clever ways to get past the zombies. Okay, and they all get con- they get connected and find each other, and they have to fight their way back, but all the zombies are coming at one side of the train, and the people in the other cab won't let them in, so they have to try and hold the door closed, and the soon-to-be dad, the husband of the pregnant woman holds too, the door. Too much detail, too much detail. Closed. Go. Okay, yeah, I mean, they get in there. It's bad. A yeah. guy dies. They're sacrificed. Grandma dies. Soon-to-be dad dies. Oh, <laughs> so we can't do this. We can't. We suck at this. Guys, we're, this is not a skill that we are good at. <laughs> we can't. Um, no. We, see, you're, we're going into way too much detail. So if I were to... Like, yeah, that one, that part with the dad, that yeah, got me. So, <laughs> yeah, too, we, too much, we'll, I got we'll, lost. We'll talk, we'll talk about that. The basic idea, like, honestly, if we're going to sum this up, is a, a dad and his daughter get on a train, a bunch of people get infected on a train, um, a, they fight some zombies. They're trapped on a They're train tra- with zombies. They're trapped on a train with zombies. Uh, they, you know, get separated after, you know, they, they, they try to find uh, some help, and then they need to, you know, get back together with each other wait why though why do they have to get back together with each other because they're their loved ones i I understand that part it's the daughter the wife and the girlfriend no i get it i like what and they're unsafe are they unsafe though yeah they're in the bathroom things where the zombies are all crowded they're all hiding in those bathroom stalls of the train and like they're all separated, so like we have to get back to them and oh, find them because okay. there are right. loved ones okay. and they're trapped right. in the bathroom stalls around. They're not. They're not safe. They're not alone oh, in okay. a car. Okay. All right. Okay. So there's like three different areas of the train. I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. But anyway. So l- long story short. Um, long movie short. Yeah. They they end up um, in in Busan, I guess. Yeah. Eventually, and they get to. Outside of Busan. And uh, a few of them are able to escape. Um, and uh, the end. <laughs> well, okay. Like, so there's a train that collapses right, I, on right. the survivors. I mean, we'll, we'll talk in, in more detail about yeah, it. But I'm just trying to, like, set up, like, the overall picture for, yeah. you know, for, for people. Yeah. Well, like, the end is kind of in, a little important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so a we'll, train that we'll collapses. They get out of that train some of them some of them die try and get on another train some of them die and we just end with two people the little girl and the pregnant wife and they almost get shot but they don't because the little girl sings right all right so um can i list all the characters yeah and (laughs) hey here's a a major major caveat everybody we're Uh, americans yeah we we do not I learned one word. I learned two words in Korean. My best friend growing up was Korean, um, and the only thing that I I ever learned that he said was "nah." His mom would like yell for him from upstairs, and he'd be like "nah," which I knew meant like "yeah." Um, and then I had a friend in college, Won Jun, who uh, tried to teach me the Korean word for cool, um, but it turns out if you don't say it correctly. Um, it's a, I think a, it's a pretty bad word. So, 
<laughs> so, so I won't even try to to say it here. I remember the two different options, but I don't remember which one's the correct. So, um, okay. And so, Juan June, if you are listening to this, uh, apologies that our pronunciation is going to be horrendous. We're doing our yeah. best. I'm like, in all seriousness, we're, we're trying to be respectful. And, yeah. um, you know, we're not trying to make jokes of any names no. or anything like that. We're just, we're, we're struggling as yeah. Americans. Yes. And so we don't speak Korean. And so what we're going to do to make sure that we don't mess up a mm. whole bunch yeah. is we're going to go based off of the relation that they have in mm-hmm. our brains because when we see these we can't relate them to the people not for any racist reasons no, but it's just, just because, because we're, we're because not it's native like speakers un- it's an unfamiliar it's word it's an unfamiliar word and so you you know i it, i just can't place it with a person so, yeah, so that, all, that's all we're trying to do yeah so i'll list off the cast their relation and the person who plays them right now but we're going to refer to them for their relation um for ongoing so that we know who we're talking about yeah. Um, so there's Siak Woo, who's the dad, and he is played by Gong Yu. There's Sang Hua, who's the soon-to-be dad, the husband of the pregnant wife. He's like a big, like, um, A big, buff dude. That, yeah, he's huge. He's awesome. I love him. He's played by Don Lee. And there's Song Gyeong, who's the pregnant lady. She's played by Jong, Jong Yu Mi. And there's Suan. He's the little girl, and she's played by Kim Suan. Uh, and then there's Young Gook, who's the baseball boy. He's played by Choi Woo Sik. I think I pronounced that right. There's <laughs> Jin Hee, the baseball girl, and she's played by Suhi. Uh, Sohi? Sohi. Uh, and then there's Young Siok, who's the businessman, played by Kim Yo Sung. I'm very sorry. That was. Not great pronunciation. Um, and then there's Jong Gil, who's the first old lady. She's played by Park Myung Shin, and she's the one with the curly hair. Um, and then there's In Gil, and she's the second old lady. She's played by Yi Sung Jong. Uh, she has straight hair, and she's the one who dies first. That's that's the cast okay. that I have. All right, so yeah, so apologies and uh, very sorry if I butchered some yeah, of those. Yeah, this names. is harder harder than harder than usual. Um, yeah, you know for all that. Okay, so we open this movie with it's super cool where we've got this uh, the zombie deer. Oh yeah, right, and it's like you never. I don't know. I feel like in in so many of these movies you don't see. You know, anything happened with animals. I know. I love, I mean, I don't love seeing zombie animals. I'm not going to say that, but it's really interesting because I'm not used to it. Um, Like, if you watch Walking Dead, this isn't a spoiler. This is just a fact. Um, There are zombie humans. There aren't any zombie animals at all. But the zombification, 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 um, flows through everywhere. and no, there's animals that die and are eaten, but there aren't any zombie animals. No, because no. there aren't really any that are like bitten and then not eaten because right. they're they don't like that's have not the, how enough to like run away. It's like the well again but, to not I don't want to spoil stuff for for uh, Walking Dead yeah. if you've never watched it and you plan on watching it. It's, it's crazy so that you so haven't. But um, <laughs> wow, 
But yeah, I mean, it's like the whole reason for zombies is a little bit is a little it's, bit different. It's different. Right? And so, I mean, technically, are these even? I mean. It's zombies in this movie, but, you know, like anything else, it's, you know, they're a little bit different, right? Yeah. So these ones are fast zombies. Yes. Right. That's the question. Right. Right. It's the question. Like, so fast zombies or slow zombies? Okay. I I was trying to figure out. So dad asked me this question before dinner today. And he's like, I'm going to ask you a question during Spooky Pancakes. Have a side. And, um... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put lay out some facts before I fully decide which side I'm on, because I have reasons to be on either side. Okay. So fast zombies, movie wise. Now, you, there's also video games. Sure. And I've watched you play two zombie video games, that is Dead Island, mm-hmm. and the Walking Dead video game. Yep. Both are great. Walking Dead has slow zombies. Dead Island has fast zombies. Yeah, I like a combo, though. Yeah, it's that, like... You know, there are some fast, some slow. Some slow. But there are some really fast zombies, and they're not as slow as Walking Dead zombies. So for fast zombies, that it is more intense mm-hmm. because they're chasing you, and I have an irrational fear of being chased. Okay. I'm going to blame Elsa for that because she used to ride behind me on her scooter and would go way faster than I did and, like, cut my ankles (laughs) on her scooter (laughs) and terrified the actual (laughs) shit out of me. Yeah, I remember that. Because she would ride behind me and, like, I would be like, you're going to hit me. I feel like. Because she sometimes would. I feel like we should post some pictures on the website. Oh, totally. Of you, like, crying, running Crying and, like, oh, my God. It was yeah. just, so I have a fear of being chased now. Okay. And that's Elsa's fault. Um, so fast zombies freak me out, especially because, like, I used to be, I used to at least think I was great at running. I would, like, call myself a cheetah. Like, <laughs> I was, like, I thought I was the best. So I used to play <laughs> soccer, and I just, I thought I was so good at running. I thought I was just, like, the fastest person in the world. Like, <laughs> You saying bolt? I'm just like I'm faster oh, than you. Wow. I'm faster than you. I'm better. <laughs> but not faster than fast zombies. Yeah, and so like now I've I've tried to run the mile at school. Actually, I haven't recently because they don't really do that in high school, I guess. I don't well we're not allowed we weren't allowed to change, so that's why. What? Ch- what? We weren't allowed to change in gym because of COVID. Oh, okay. Which, and they didn't want you running a mile and then stinking up the school. Yeah. Because we're Teenagers would be yeah, sure. So we didn't run the mile. Okay. But I have run the mile before in middle school, and oh boy, I'm not the best at it. No. I think my fastest mile is like 12 minutes. Oh, <laughs> oh that's not good. I know. I mean, like. I'm sorry, honey. I love you, but that's not good. It's not a good mile. It's good. really not a good. There's kids in my school who run a four-minute mile. Like. Uh, no, probably not. For the four minute Ooh, mile was one like, minute um, per like was round un, was unachievable. The, <laughs> the four minute mile was thought to be unachievable for many, many years. So I don't think that's true, but it's uh, probably close. Close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was definitely a kid who ran a six minute mile. Sure. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I ran it in five, I, like, like six five thirty seven or, or something. I think it was like, like somewhere around five is one kid in my English class. But anyway, um, people didn't come here for. To, yeah. to learn our, our running stats. Yes, but I'm not good at running. 
Yeah. I okay. thought I really was. And I think it happened after I quit soccer that I didn't do as much cardio. I really have to do cardio, oh boy. Um, but, like, now that I don't do as much cardio, I'm not great at running like I was, or at least thought I was when I was, like, eight. <laughs> so being chased is now even a bigger fear because I'm like, oh, fast zombies are probably way faster than I am. So fast zombies could come and kill me, and I wouldn't really have any way to run away from them. Slow zombies, they're kind of just, like, limp walking, yeah. and then you can well, run away to, pretty easily. We have to show you some movies like 28 Days Later and mm -hmm. uh, the new... Um, it's, okay, this is a video game, but it's... Dawn of the Dead? This is a new... This is a video game, I think, but it's Seven Days to Die. Yeah. Is that a zombie video game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, slow zombies. In defense of slow zombies. Okay. Yeah. So, slow zombies are just creepy. And part of, the, I, I think, the, it, it, the, the dread of it is that you see them and they're relentless. And just like you see in things like The Walking Dead or Night of the Living Dead, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's about getting trapped yeah. and that like yeah sure you could outrun one or two if there were only one or two zombies you know yeah but what happens if there's a whole bunch of them so i don't know for me i grew up on slow zombies and so when i think zombies that's really like that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, you know. Um, Agreed, actually. And uh, we we really, 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 really have to watch Dawn of the Dead. Mm -hmm. um, have we not? No, no. we watched Night of we watched the Night Living of the Dead. Living Dead, which is classic, you know. But it is, you know, it's the one that started everything. Yeah, you know, without it, Train to Busan does not exist. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, the uh, Dawn of the Dead is just. Mm -hmm. amazing and you know again I, I know part of me is a little bummed out that you know you you've watched um enough walking dead that there are some things that are, are a little bit carryover from dawn of the dead mm. dawn of the dead was awesome because it was like zombies in a mall oh which uh is it's just so good it's so good but anyway so zombies on a train is yeah. where we where we are yeah now yeah I think I agree with you on on slow zombies, though, um, because fast zombies, from a psychological standpoint, psychological, from a brain standpoint, mm -hmm. um, when what I think of with zombies, when I, when they die, they're dead, but they're infected with something that brings them back alive. Oh, I just remembered something. There's like zombies in real life. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's like in not in humans. But there's, there's zombie, zombie ants. ants. Yeah, zombie ants. <laughs> if you haven't heard of zombie ants, just look it up. It's like wicked cool. There's some yeah. on some documentaries on Netflix or something. It's wicked cool. And you know, and the, the, for a while there there was a you know uh, practice in in Haiti that mm -hmm. um, you know from and I, I get this entirely. So this is a single uh, source. <laughs> so take it. Yeah. Take it for what it's worth. Uh, but from the book uh, Serpent and the Rainbow by mm. Wade Davis, which is one of my all-time favorite books, really, really good. But he goes and he investigates uh, actual real-life cases of zombies in Haiti 
for a pharmaceutical company. Hmm. He's an ethnobotanist, which is a um, like an anthropologist who looks at how people use plants. Oh, that's cool. Of course, you're, that's a job. Oh, right? And so There's so many things that are jobs. When you're like thinking about what you want to do for a career and you hear so many jobs and you're just like, oh, that's a job. I thought it was the <laughs> coolest thing for a while. I really thought like, I, I should be an ethnobotanist. Um, but so yeah, he went to Haiti to find out what was in this. It's supposedly like a zombie powder that they used. And what they, they would do is the zombie powder had a bunch of different stuff in it and they would mm-hmm. sprinkle it like on the like in your um doorway or something like that and it had like abrasive stuff in it so that it would like cut into your feet so that the powder would like then get into you um but the main ingredient was puffer fish oh are puffer fish poisonous yes. if not cooked really well correct but here's the interesting thing Here's the interesting thing, right? Well, you have to eat the puffer fish in a special restaurant where it's somebody who's trained how to do it because if you prepare it incorrectly, it's fatal. And that's one of the things about eating. Do you research if you're going to eat puffer fish? But it's one of the thrills of eating puffer fish is is that you're almost risking your life to do this. And so, (laughs) but so here's the thing with with these cases where people are using this this toxin that comes from the puffer fish. Is that what happens to them is they enter a state that is so much like death that modern medicine can't discern the difference between this state, which we're assuming is some form of life Mm -hmm. and death, because we're making the assumption that you don't just die and then come back that what mm-hmm. happens is you're in such a state Part of you dies. a suppressed state of of living that that it looks for all of the ways that we measure people to be alive it looks like you're dead so the question is then what is that thing that we're missing what what is that way that we are not measuring to find out whether or not somebody's alive because what happens is is they cease to breathe they don't have a heartbeat yeah. They're, you know, they, they don't, you know, uh, they look essentially dead. And the reason that the pharmaceutical companies wanted this is for surgery. If they can put you into a state where you're essentially dead and then you come back, like, then we're not going to, you're not going to risk bleeding out. Right. Yeah. You're not going to feel the pain, you know, so it was, it was useful to them. Problem is, is I think that you do suffer like brain damage and things like this when when it happens, which is why. So you're out for a while. So what they used to do is the, people would do this as a way of um, if there are people who owed you money and didn't pay you back or mm-hmm. whatever like that or getting revenge or whatever. But the big one is like they owe you money. Right? Yeah. So you basically turn them into zombies. You bury them they have a funeral you come back later that night and you dig them out of the grave when they have woken up and all their life their whole like religious tradition and everything like that supports this idea of zombies being brought back from the dead to then be slaves and so then you would have these zombie slaves working on plantations and stuff like that and that's how the debt would be repaid Uh um so there was a guy in new york city who was pronounced dead, who, like, escaped death certificate and 
everything um, that they had done this with. So it's really lengthy, but there are like real life cases. So, so for me, the question wow. is, I, I think, you know, what is death? You know, like if that, so, and then the other thing they brought up is what they realized because of this happening um, and the use of puffer fish in it, they started to think that like, oh no, maybe those people that we thought had died from eating puffer fish had only temporarily been put into this state that looks like death and maybe they didn't actually die. Oh God. Which is horrible. Oh God. You know, so, so fascinating stuff, fascinating Ooh. stuff. So zombies, anyway, zombies exist, have existed in, in real life. But this is something entirely different in... That puffer fish. In, that, like, maybe they didn't die. That's, like, that's right? affecting me. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, I'm like, oh, God. That's yeah, creepy, These people, right? oh, right? no. I feel really bad for now anyone's, like, loved ones who have died yeah. from eating puffer oh fish. Who now might have been hearing that and been like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. What I, the hell? Hopefully there aren't a whole lot of people out there for whom that's true. Yeah. Like, um, oh, that's just sad. But So this is like some sort of biological something that's gone awry. And it was something that this guy's company was investing yeah, in. Yeah, it was something where it was like, it seemed like the government was doing something. Mm -hmm that like was Maybe. super suspicious and like his company he worked for like a fund something yeah he's a fund manager and so he's yeah. like a he's a guy who invests in all sorts of different things um, so he probably invested in something. He, inv that, like, he invested in this, like, maybe sketchy sort of whatever. Yeah. Um, so we don't really know what was going on, and I don't think we find yeah, out I don't think ever. we need to know. Some, some, something was being developed that was, that was bad news. Yeah. And it is super fast acting. Yes. Whatever it is, zombieism is passed on um, by bite. Yes. And uh, it happens, like... Really, really fast. Yeah, so I'm gonna um, just like quick do a plug for the makeup. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so I think some of the it's, when, I think it's CGI assist. Some of it's probably CGI, CGI assisted, right? Um, yeah, but like the makeup slash CGI assist, mm -hmm. it's so when you turn into a zombie, if I remember correctly. You get these like blue veins all yeah, through blue, your body. Yeah, blue veins, and you're like they like move their body in like yeah. really contortionist sort of contortionist ways. Contortionist ways. And good sound there too, where it's like cracking and stuff. That's a classic sort of thing where we used to we would take like celery and and carrots and and oh, put them near yeah, a microphone cool. and, <laughs> and whack the pop filter like I just did. Yeah. Uh, no, we would we would do that to make crunching bone sounds. And yeah. Stuff. Like yeah. it's it's wicked cool. It reminded me of Suspiria. Oh. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. The in the, in the 2018. Yeah. Yeah. The 2018 Suspiria, which we did we did an episode on. Yeah. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Go listen to it. It's <laughs> you. Probably have. I think it's the first one that we did. Yeah. So, if not, watch the movie and listen. Anyway, um, like, they probably hired some contortionists oh, for this yeah, because, yeah. like... Positive. Most of the zombies are probably just contortionists. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. like... They're physical, like, stunt people and things like that, I would yeah. think, for the, for the most part. Because yeah. they move in, like, unhuman ways, inhuman ways. Mm -hmm. um, like, it's just... It's wicked cool. But, like, their eyes go, like, just 
fully like kind of gray. Yeah. So I think that's that might be contacts because that's pretty easy to do with contacts. Yeah, except for the I fact they, that sometimes they have huge contacts that do that. Yeah, they've been. But they don't necessarily now. I think they've been changing the way they do that. I would love to talk to an effects person at some point, but I just I heard something that uh, with uh, the director Guillermo, uh, Guillermo del Toro, mm-hmm. and he was talking about like kind of doing that digitally. Um, yeah. But I mean. Evil Dead, which was one of the first ones where I saw them do this, they famously used contact lenses. And they were super uncomfortable. Super thick and huge. Now there's contact lenses. I remember a few Halloweens ago, I wanted to wear contact lenses, and I totally misunderstood Mom when she was like, I don't know. She had actually said that, like, we should talk to your eye doctor about it. Yes, yeah. What did you hear? But what I heard was, was yes, totally, we're getting it. <laughs> no, what I heard was no. Oh, oh I heard okay. no. You can't have those because you need a prescription for yeah. contacts, yeah. and you don't have contacts, and you can't have contacts because your glasses are too well, weak some of a the prescription. Ones, some of the ones I'm literally that... wearing contacts right now. So that was it was a total lie. I like only brought it up with no. her years later. What I was <laughs> what I was worried about with that is the. Um, uh, optometrists and ophthalmologists, um, you know, all sort of say you got to be really careful with those because they can uh, really damage your your corneas and stuff yeah. like that. And you get infections and scratches. You can get like really. Like you have to get like good brands yeah, on yeah, and do yeah. your research anyway. and all that jazz. But um, yeah, so I wanted to get some, and they're like thin normal contact lenses now. Like people who cosplay. Yeah. Um, because a lot of anime characters don't have natural eye colors. Yeah, or they do gotta, and you don't you have You gotta their get the right ones color. And, and get them from, you know, your, yes, a reliable your source or whatever. Or, or optometrist or whatever. Optrician? Optician is the person who makes the glasses. The one who does the eye things. Optometrist. <laughs> I meant to say that normally, but I said do's. Do's. The ones that do is the eyes things. Um, yeah, you have to get them from the right person. But I'm assuming people who would make movies on high budget would do that. Yeah, and nowadays, yeah. if you're going to change someone's eye color, you either do it digitally or you use contacts that are way better than Night of the Living Dead. Right. Um, Not Night of the Living Dead. Evil no, Dead. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Right. One of the dead ones. Um but yeah, so when you turn to a zombie, you go like blue. What's the name of that? Mom was talking about that because she was talking about taking off blue nail polish. I'm like, when you're necrotic. 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 Cyanotic. Cyanotic. Yeah. Cyanotic. Because she was talking about putting on blue nail polish and then mm-hmm. it being too light. She's like, I just look cyanotic. And I was like, what is that? And now she's saying she looks cyanotic because I tried to take off her blue nail polish on her toes yesterday. I gave her a pedicure. Um, and now, like, the blue nail polish is kind of, like, stained on her toe because, like, I didn't have time to paint. So, now she looks cyanotic. Um, but anyway, they look cyanotic. They, like, turn a little bit bluish gray. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not, like, blue. Like, they're still, like, like, human skin tones. But, like, they're, like, they tint a little blue gray. They look dead. And they're, like, it's just, it's really cool. They're, like, covered in blood once they eat people. But, like... Yeah, the blood is like flashes out. The violence is so sudden 
and and so extreme and it against the 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 bright red against the the pale mm-hmm. zombie you know sort of uh, skin is really effective. Yeah, and the... they go into that sort of I, I like. I think of it like high frame rate um, filming mm-hmm. where it, it, it's like hyper real, where, where you feel yeah. like everything's happening really fast. But... Sometimes I feel like that in real life. Huh? Like there's times, there's times when I get like super overwhelmed. I was going to say that's anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my anxiety occasionally. Yeah. Um, there's times when I get super overwhelmed and everything looks like it's moving, moving like twice speed. Like, you know how you can go on YouTube and like change like the speed setting. It, sure. It yeah, can, yeah. Like yeah. talk and move extremely fast. That's what it sometimes feels like oh, in real weird. life when I'm yeah. having like anxiety attacks yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, oh my God, I just have to sit alone and like not have anything move (laughs) yeah so i literally have felt that in real life where everything's like the frame rate is way too high (laughs) huh interesting yeah Yeah. so that that's what they're capturing that that whole anxiety of that moment the totally the drama of it it works really really well yeah the first time i ever remember seeing that i think was saving private ryan but um, i've not seen that oh my god that's Um, amazing but like they move this movie along super quickly like there isn't much build-up there's yeah, like maybe it's like, five minutes of build-up of like well of like so there's some important things that happen is you learn that you know that the dad that the the um absent dad is you learn that he's kind of absent. lame and uh <laughs> doesn't remember the gifts he got his daughter yeah and has his and has his assistant get the gift uh, mm-hmm. also um, his the girl's living with his mom and he's living with his mom because that's a normal thing especially in uh, Asian cultures as yeah, far as and the I've mom the mom really seen. wants him to get back together with his mm-hmm. his wife and and she's super like spend more time with your family and he's like I don't have time I'm yeah a, I'm a businessman so we've set we've set that that whole that whole thing up mm-hmm. you know is that he he's you know, putting business over family, which yeah. again, not to make a, you know, well, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a stereotype, stereotype right? Uh-huh. Um, and, um, we also see in a video that he watches that is, I think the oh, grandma yeah, yeah, shows yeah. him, Sue Ann, the little girl, mm-hmm. um, who, by the way, oh my God, this little girl She's such a good actress. Is she made me so cry. Amazing. She made yeah. me cry. I haven't, cried i cry a lot let's just preface this i do cry a lot yeah, I do like too. i haven't cried nice high five yeah high five okay yeah um like but like when's the last time you cried at a horror movie at a horror movie like not out of fear i've i mean i've literally cried out of fear at some horror movies where i like laugh cry because like, normally i just do that with like some spooky youtube videos that i watch where i'm like oh my god but yeah, like when's I, I don't like I haven't cried out of sadness. This at a movie, movie I've seen this movie three times. I have cried every single time. I that think I've I made mom it. cry. Yeah, yeah. It, and Elsa's not like a sappy person or anything no. either. I don't think that she cried, but um, no, but I she think, felt it. I yeah, can she tell she definitely that. felt it. Yeah. I don't. I haven't seen. But her yeah, cry so Sue Ann just she will break your heart. She is the greatest. <sighs> yeah. The the actress She's who plays so her real is wonderful. Too. And her delivery, again, I, I don't know what she's saying in Korean, but boy, oh, so good. Papa, papa. Oh, my she's God. She, like, yells for her dad. Oh, yeah. God. Mm, but heart-wrenching. Yeah, so, so she is, 
in this video that that he's watching is she is singing Aloha Oe, mm-hmm. and um, I, she stops singing in the middle of this video. And what you, you come to find out is the reason she stopped singing is because her dad wasn't there and she yeah. practiced for her dad. And, he, and never... he was supposed to be there, but he didn't show. Yeah, and... It's just heartbreaking stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we get that. We, you know, and then honestly, it's like we get onto the train and we just meet these like characters that you think of like these are just stock characters. Yeah. You know? But each of them brings something to this just a little bit more. It's like there's a whole bunch of different age ranges. Like let's look let's look at the age ranges. Okay. There's a I don't know how old Sue Ann is. Six, seven, maybe she's in like kindergarten or first grade. Yeah. yeah around yeah. that age, still yeah. in elementary school. So as an elementary right. schooler. Right. There's some teenagers. There's like maybe late twenties, early thirties. Yep, couple. Uh, couple, one with child. There's like a then like forty year old dad. Yeah, and then there's the two old ladies. So like yeah. we go and the, through and generations the old, and the old business and the old, old businessman. Business, so there's like yeah. six, seventeen, thirty, forty, fifty, and then actually the sisters are like in their late fifties. So you know, different. You we've we've got our different groups, you know, represented, mm-hmm. um, and I'll just say. Um, Jin Hee, who's the, uh, she's the baseball girl, the teen yeah, girl. Yeah. Um, she looks kind of like an Asian, Asian version of my cousin. <laughs> and it's a little freaky to look at where I'm like, Anna, hello, are you? <laughs> I know. What? I what? know she does. I don't know why that is. So <laughs> I don't weird. know what it is. It's so weird, but she's, she's wonderful. So we meet all these different groups and of course we get attached to all. All of them, except... Oh, the stupid asshole businessman. He's always, like, he's super narcissistic, and he's like, everything's about me. He's also super whiny. He's just an asshole. And he's, like, ageist and mean. Yeah, he's... He's just like, you're old ladies. You don't need to live. It's all about me. I need to get safe because I'm a businessman, and I have a lot of money. And all of you are going to listen to me because I'm a businessman, and I have a lot of money. Yeah, if, it, you know... It... <laughs> The zombies are bad, but the businessman is worse. Yeah. Like, you know what's, you know what's worse than a train full of zombies? An asshole businessman who's super narcissistic and thinks he's the, at the top of the world and should, like, endanger everyone else because he needs to live. Yeah. It was, it was, they, so they did a good job with that. The guy who played that role, just fantastic at being an asshole. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah. Like, pushes people into zombies like he kills people this man commits manslaughter yeah he's 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 awful and i guess woman slaughter because he pushes a, one of the train attendants so into the zombies and i think one of the one of the things that we that we see you know uh, like a um an important sort of uh lesson not lesson but um like a, a belief that that this movie is really something ethical? highlighting is, is the An ethical statement. Yeah, sort of, but it it is that um, self sacrifice is noble. Yeah, you know, it really really the plays on that. Like, movie. is that you know we sh- that we should it is noble and good 
for us to sacrifice ourselves for others. Yeah. You know, and a lot of, I mean, that's the way you get people to cry in movies is because that is the ultimate way you put somebody ahead of yourself. Yeah. Is you, you literally lay down your life for them, you know, yeah. and that sort of stuff makes me cry all the time. You know, when I see that somebody who's willing to lay down their life, you know, for another, whether yeah. it's, you know, a, a police officer or a fireman or, you know, a soldier, or, you know, a mother, you know, a father, you know, and so I we definitely, this. we get multiple <laughs> uh, we demonstrations get of, of this, yeah, yeah, of people sacrificing um, themselves. And I'm just assuming that those zombies who are, now, okay, look at, the, look at it like this so you don't start hating zombies. Like, you can oh, hate yeah. the zombies, you don't hate the people who are yeah, man, zombies. <laughs> like, just because they're zombies doesn't mean they're bad people, it means that they have issues. It's like hating someone... <laughs> For their mental or physical illness, well, where it's like, yes, that's a part of them, but like that's not, that's a mask over well, who they okay. really are. So, how triggered were you? And I don't mean that in the like, in the sense that, <laughs> that, mm -hmm. that like sometimes people are like, Gen Z gets all triggered. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's not what I mean. But like, but by the fact that they were like, those people are sick, keep them away like you COVID. know right we like, can't we can't watch this movie without mentioning covid i mean i'm gonna go with what everyone says it's been a difficult year it's been a difficult few years unprecedented times this was made in 2016 yeah and when, the first time i saw quarantine. it yeah the first time i saw it i, I you know, I had never been in a quarantine. I had never had a situation where I had to worry about my safety and my family's safety while interacting with other people. And so I think the the second and third times that I saw this, I came at it in a in a little bit of a new way with a, almost a, a not sympathy for it, but I could sort of understand yeah. the people who are you like... saw it in a different lens. Yeah, it's like, I, I, it's important to keep, you know, our families safe and, the, the you know, the people that we care about. We, we want to be sure that, that they're safe. Um, you know, so we got to take rational measures here, you know. And so part of me was like, even though I, I hated that guy, there's a part of me that I, I, I was like, wow, man, but if that was COVID... You know, and somebody was like, hey, man, let us in. We were just out here. We'd be like, uh, with all those people sneezing and coughing and like we could put you in our garage yeah, where like, we don't go. We, we go to our garage. But like yeah. if we had a garage or a shed that we don't go in, we can be like, you can go in there, but you can't be with us. Right. Like, I totally get that. That puts a different lens on things. Now, I have a story. It's a short story, but I have a story. So, very beginning of COVID, we were still going to school, yeah. COVID. I think, uh, no, we weren't going to school. It was, like, early March when we just started doing, like, Zoom into school sort of things. And I heard you were listening to the TV, watching the news, and I overheard it saying people who were getting off flights um, from, like, I, th I think it was people who were coming from China. Yeah. Uh, who were getting off flights had to go into quarantine. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, like, I was just, I wasn't watching, so I don't know what it was actually showing. But I remember at the time, I was imagining these people getting off the trains and people being there 
I was thinking of it all like Hunger Games dystopian <laughs> yeah, sure. sort of situation. Sure. I'm like, oh it, my God, it, this is real life. It was pretty dystopian back then. It was. Yeah. It was super scary. And yeah. I remember just thinking like, they're going to go into these huge white tents. Yep. Be sprayed down because everyone thinks they have all these germs on them. They're going to be sprayed down, treated so differently and horribly by these people because they're all like, you're sick. You have this horrible virus on you. You're going to get everyone sick. And, like, I was just saying, like, these poor people. And I was thinking, like, they're going to get, like, separated from their families and pulled into, like, a children's tent, mm-hmm. a men's tent, a woman's tent. Like, I was thinking that there's going to be all these different tents with all these people in it. They're all going to get separated. They're going to be, like, hosed down and sprayed with disinfectant. I was saying all these, like, horrible things because they were talking about how people were going into quarantine. And they are like, you have to stay here. Like, you can't go home. You can't go right. anywhere. You can't leave, yeah. like, the airport. You're, like, going right into, like, this hotel, and we're just, like, keeping you there for, like, 14 days. And I was like, oh, my God. It was terrifying because I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, what's happening to the world where we're, like, looking at these people not like they're people. Like, they're people who are cared. Like, they're the rats who carried over the Black Plague. Right. So I think in so weird. that we have in the past been, you know, able to use movies as a way to help us imagine these situations before they happen to try to gauge how how we would act yeah you know and while the answer is like well how would you act knowing you know that there are people out there zombies who are are the sick i mean is it seems like they're dead but like there's not really yeah i mean we don't really necessarily know that in the case of these zombies yeah um like, some of them totally eat people, and those people are dead. How much eating of people is there in this? I feel like there's feel not like there's a whole lot. there's more, like, biting and ripping and, of flesh, and then, but and then, then kind like of And then, running on to the next one, right? Yeah. It's almost like, I've infected you, and now it's my job to go, and we're, as a horde, going to go infect yeah. a whole bunch of other... But Jin Hee, who's the baseball girl, yeah, she kills the baseball boy and eats him. Does she eat him? Yes. Huh. I yeah, think I, he's the only one that really gets eaten. I feel like there's not a whole lot. Of, I mean, it's such a mad rush of everybody. But, like, they're alone in one spot where there's, like, no other zombies and no right. other people. So I think right. their goal is to, like, go infect other people and they get, like, distracted. Like, they have, like, the mind of, like, a very, like, pinpointed, like, we have this thing to do. Oh, there's another yeah, thing. It's like, like they switch very easily where they're like, they're I'm going to infect this person. Fo- oh my God, there's another person. <laughs> right. They're easily distracted like yes. by the closest thing and they mm-hmm. rip and they tear and then it's like, move on, yeah. you know, um, which is but a little bit there's... different than some of the other zombies we've mm-hmm. seen where it's like, you know, it's like. They're you, feeding. Right. And it's it's kind of like you, you don't have to be the fastest. You just have to be, you know, faster than the slowest. <laughs> You know, because the zombies are going to get him and then all the zombies are going to try to eat that one person. Yes, instead of one and then the rest keep running. Yeah, this one, the rest keep running right after you, you know, because they're not interested really in eating. They're interested in, like, infecting everybody is sort of what it seems like to me. Yeah, but when there's only one person there and one zombie and, like, no other people, no other zombies, the one zombie eats the person. Yeah, interesting. What do you think of the... uh, the uh, weakness of the zombies. I was about to mention that. So, when the guys are fighting to go get the girls who are locked in and the homeless man, 
uh, who I don't know if I mentioned, but there is this homeless man who's like totally traumatized and he ends up sacrificing himself yeah, when and they're that, and that's stuck another under a train. one of those playing play, again, that's another self-sacrifice yeah. and it played it against type, right? Like we're yes. supposed to be at the beginning we're we're kind of led through filmmaking to believe that this guy is like infected and he's yeah. you know, he's bad or whatever. Yeah. We're supposed to think of this homeless guy like Oh, well, he's infected, he's dirty, or something like that. That's a stereotypical way to that a fair amount of, at least I see this in America, um, where people look at homeless people and they're like, whatever, they did that to themselves, or they're gross and dirty, like, why don't they just, like, yeah. And we're supposed to look at this guy like that, where it's like, oh, this guy, he's going to, like, infect everyone right he's gonna you think, you think mess he, everything he, well up. you think he's the one carrying the infection yeah is, is what you think but then, then this, this other girl this gets teenage on. girl just gets on she's like yeah and then you're like pretty. oh no yeah. yeah and she's pretty and but once start things start start going south with her you you know for you know for sure yeah she's so, like but, scared and stumbling and then has like a seizure so somehow i don't know how we started talking about this but i was asking you about their weakness <laughs> oh yeah their weakness. Yeah. So they go into a train tunnel. Yeah. They're already on the train. They go into a tunnel and the guys are trying to like fight through and they notice that once they go into the full darkness of the tunnel, the zombies stop going crazy and they just like kind of stand and like mingle. So do you know what's wild about that? What? That goes like counter to virtually any horror anything which is that the horrible scary thing happens in the dark yeah usually it's usually like people are scared of the dark there's the boogeyman yeah in in this way it's like thank god we have the dark that'll that'll save us because they can't see in the dark because our senses are all kind of yeah i don't i don't know roughened i don't know i don't know my guess was based on their eyes like they don't have great sense of yeah any of their senses kind of like get turned well they, down. they hear they definitely hear pretty well they you hear because well. they 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 go crazy when they you know when they yeah, they sound. react to a rock being thrown on the other side of the train so that the the guys can like crawl ac- across those like top bars where they put the luggage and like crawl and get down on the other side and run out so when they're in the tunnel they can't see and so they can utilize that to try and get through the zombies but without having them like try and you know kill them so they can sit and like lay on top of those uh like baggage areas and then the light comes back and then they can like just like stay super quiet up there and then they go back to darkness and they throw up something on the other yeah, side of the train a, and then they're it's able a great, to get down it's a great filmmaking thing it works yeah. it works really well it's just it uh, it occurred to me that like the majority of scary things in scary movies happen in the dark and yeah. yeah it's it's scary in these dark segments but it's interesting to have like a monster that is uh hamstrung by being in the dark instead yeah. of having the advantage over the humans yeah um so what do you, what do you think about gender portrayal and things like that in this in this movie some of it i wonder how much is uh different culturally Mm -hmm. um and something that we're maybe not familiar with um but did you did you see anything 
Okay, so there's like the kind of the in the middle of the movie where they have the guys and girls separated. The I don't know if this is because the guys are in like the center, like between cars, and they're in the middle where there's no zombies, and the women are trapped in the bathroom stalls, mm-hmm. and like are stuck between zombies. I don't know if it's that or a gender stereotype, but the guys go for the girls and, like, fight through the zombies to get to the girls. Or if it's just because, you know, one of them's pregnant and one of them's old and one of them is a small child and the other ones are a teenage girl who could handle herself very easily. But then the other ones are, like, two men and a teenage boy who's a baseball player. Like, it's... No, and I it's think it's hard to figure out if it's because of weaknesses that would be like if it was a super old man, someone who is nearly dying and a young boy and then like three grown women, it would probably be totally the same situation but switched. Right, so right. So like, I don't right. know if it's gender stereotypes or just because of weaknesses. Yeah, like the the so do it's the men kind of get to be the heroes in this, yes, right? Yes, men definitely get to be the heroes. But there's a lot of self there's a fair amount of self sacrifice in the women, and there's another part which I just remembered, where there's the two old ladies who are sisters, um, and one of the sisters self sacrifices for the rest of them because she's like, I'll hold this close, and then I'm just gonna like kind of just like run in there because I don't have time to like run back. Um, the other one, after witnessing her sister's death and being horribly disgusted with the passengers all being like just letting her sister die and also forcing the other people to go into another car where they will get like hurt by probably more zombies opens the door and lets all the zombies in to kill all the passengers (laughs) including herself that's pretty wild that i i kind of i love that moment but it's also she has total spite she's like horribly disgusted fuck all you all you know and like you know, and she was already, I think she was the grandma who, who was saying as they were looking at, like, the riots on TV and stuff like that. Uh, and she was, she was like, they would have sent them to re-education camps back in the day. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you, you kind of get the sense that she's like, and that would have been better. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the kids these days. You yeah, know, she's, there's a little bit of that. She's snarky. And... Well, maybe I wouldn't love her in real life. I totally love her from a movie standpoint. That happens often where I'm like, this person, I would, like, hate you in real life. But, like, watching you in a movie, I love your spite and I love the twist you put in this Yeah, like, the twist is nice. I don't know that all those people uh, deserve to die. (laughs) Yeah, that was was a lot of people. That was a lot of people that she was just like, you know what, I want to be with my sister, so screw all you. Bye. You guys are are all shitty. Like, you're, you're agreeing to quarantining these people that we don't oh, know yeah, like, are infected well, but and then like could be because yeah. we don't really know how this spreads like it's complicated now seeing it from a covid standpoint where mm-hmm. we're like i mean at this point we're like totally nose blind to not nose blind we're eye blind nose blind to people being in quarantine because i had covid i had to be in quarantine i had to wear a mask like it's for the safety of other people right right yeah yeah and in, th- in this they're acting like quarantine's going to be the end of the world and we're like dude do you know how long we're in quarantine yeah quarantine <laughs> like, is not the end of the world as much as we all thought it was 
it's not the end of the world. It did suck. Seventh grade me was it like, did, this is suck. the end of the world. And it was a little bit the end of the world for my social life, let's be honest here. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm like not friends with like any of the people I was friends with in seventh grade because of COVID. Yeah, well, that happens anyway. <laughs> I probably would have lost anyhow. my friends in eighth Moving grade. To high school, that can happen. Actually, I have one friend from my friend group pre-quarantine. That's my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I know, right? Um, she's great. Uh, yeah. What was I saying? So yeah, they're just about, about yeah quarantine. about quarantine yeah. in general. So they have the the quarantine zone set up in Busan, and after the businessman manages to basically like be the the biggest dick to like. <sighs> multiple yeah. people he like yeah he sucks he he sucks he gets the him. baseball girl uh killed mm-hmm. um and she's awesome the yeah. conductor who's really their only way of getting to safety yeah he manages to get the conductor killed mm-hmm. um which manages to get himself killed and right and then and then you know our our hero of the story the uh the dad who the absent dad who has now uh, had this opportunity for personal growth mm-hmm. through zombie uh, apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, he's made the most of the situation, yeah. and his esteem has risen in his And he's a much better eye. father. He's a much, much better father, um, only to then, you know, die at the, yeah. at the very end. And he has tragically. a self-sacrifice, too, where he jumps off the train because he knows he's going to turn into a zombie. Yeah. This <sighs> is the saddest Just... moment in the whole film. Oh my god. I, I... Because Sue Ann is screaming. She's in the conductor <sighs> area with um, the pregnant lady. And her dad is on the outside. And she's screaming for him. Like, I want you back. Like, you're oh my dad. My I just want to keep you here. And then he has to and he kno- jump he knows off he, the train. He, to keep her safe, he needs to kill himself and like oh god, god just as a dad watching this with your little girl you know like we're looking at each other and tears just rolling out of our oh eyes my god. it's just so sad and the little girl she's so good who what's her name okay let me find the actress's name hold on i bet right next to me kim suan yeah that's who plays her um kim suan she is like props to her Oh, Such a good little unbelievable, actress. Unbelievable. So good. Unbelievable performance. Makes made me cry. Made me feel all the feels. I never once didn't see her in character. Yeah. And like, it was constantly where I'm like, this is Suan. And the direction is just so their direction is so tight. There's not a shot that doesn't propel things forward or like pull at your heartstrings or yeah. like it's, there's never I mean, a, a dull moment no and in a ways it's like a super manipulative movie like they're setting you up for this whole thing they to pull, make you cry like they pull no punches they kill i mean like mo- let me let me just the, count most like, of the characters let me count the main count. cast hold on nine of the main, Nine of main, the main cast. Ca- yeah, main characters, yeah. Nine main cast, seven die. Wow. Seven. Wow, yeah. Yeah, and so the the ultimate payoff is that at the, so at the end of this movie, they're walking through the tunnel, 
And the one thing that saves them from being shot is the fact that little Suan is singing Aloha Oe. And the song that she could not sing for her dad because he wasn't there. And the 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 song the the lyric the it, the end of it is like Aloha Way like and we'll be together you know again someday mm, yeah and like it's just it's utterly heartbreaking but and I I thought there was a bit of a callback here too which now I don't know if you, I don't think you had seen this yet so. Again, not to, this is like a major spoiler. Like, I, I want to talk about this, but it's a major, major spoiler for another movie. Okay. Um, have I seen it? Let's just, I'll put it to you this way. For people who have seen it, the fact that there are armed people aiming guns at the last survivors. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Reminds us of another very, very famous zombie movie. I'm not going to say yes. what happens in that, but I yeah, will that's say a, that would be a huge spoiler. That, that, that your knowledge, that if you have knowledge of that movie going mm-hmm. into this moment, you start to feel an incredible sense of dread. Yeah. You know, um, so. And if you can't pin what movie it is, go through your horror movie, like, <laughs> checklist in your brain. Just go go through the ones that you've seen. It's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. You should yeah. you should definitely see it. Um I so, have. It's really good. <laughs> we have not made an episode on it yet. No. So listen, we're getting close to the end here. So do you wanna is there anything else that uh you wanna talk about or is there um, is there a Well, there weren't is, any awkward moments. It was I no, mean it, one of the main characters but like a six year old girl, there's not gonna be many awkward no, moments. No, it no. No, nothing like nothing like that. It was mm-hmm. it was very um, it was fine. The uh, gore, there was a lot of gore. I already talked about the makeup. It's wicked awesome, yeah, and we, we, probably we, a fair amount of CGI makeup. Okay, this hurts me, and this is part of the reason why now I would like to be a nurse. Not that this has anything to do with me being a nurse, but <laughs> now I don't want to be a special effects artist and have chosen a different pathway because practical makeup in movies. It's kind of a dying practice. I don't know. I don't know that that's true. I th- I think there's coordination. There's some there's that is totally. There's some yeah. that's like some basic makeup, but like a lot of yeah, some of a it's... fair amount of really gory stuff isn't practical yeah, anymore. Yeah. And it like kind of breaks my heart because I'm like, that's yeah, you makeup. you you like the the golden age of like '80s practical yeah. effects. Yeah, we'll we'll watch more of those. Yeah. So. Yeah. So okay. Um, we talked about some woke stuff. Um, we did. I'm I'm just woke. You're woke. Dad is You're woke. totally woke. This doesn't have a whole lot of. It has some homages to things that haven't really happened yet in the timeline of when this movie was made. It was mm-hmm. made in 2016. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it has homages towards COVID. Yeah, yeah. And right, COVID was right. 2019. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think any any sort of zombie movie it yeah. has a bit of the like. Um, you know, pandemic sort of like yeah. drama. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's a lot to look at from someone who has had a fair amount of my life in percentage, I guess. Yeah. Be, impacted by COVID. Yeah. It's hard for me to even imagine for you what it would be like. I, I feel really bad that this is something that you've had to grow up with. It sucks. It Yeah, it sucks, but it's, uh, it's helped me mature. Yeah. 
definitely sure. like I I'm not a different person than I was when I was in seventh grade, but I'm 15 and this started when I was 12. Yeah. I turned 13 like a week after right. we went into sure. the quarantine. Let's just let's preface here. It hasn't been three years. It's yeah. been two. Yeah. But I was 12. Yeah. And yeah, I'm and you're gonna, 15. Yeah, and you're going to mature a lot on your own anyway. But yeah, yeah and it 12 definitely to 15, changes. That's a, that's a big maturity age. Yeah. Uh, all right. So do we want to rate this bad boy? Yes. Okay. Okay. What do, what do you... Um, the... 7.6 out of 10 in IMDb. Yep. Um, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa. Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. That's... It's heavy on its ratings. Wow. Like, it's really strict. It's... What's the word? I don't know. Mean. It's mean. Rotten oh, Tomatoes okay. is right. not mean. It's Rotten Tomatoes mean. is. I don't know what you're trying harsh, to get. Harsh, harsh, yeah. Harsh ratings. I don't yeah. know. But like 90, 96? Wow. 94. 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. Did it like, just go really down good. two points? Like while you were no. reading? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I said first, but it's ninety four. <laughs> okay. Um, and there's Metacritic. Yeah. Um, has that seventy three. Okay. All right. Like I trust Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and Rotten Tomatoes Google is users, people. Yeah. Yeah, Google users, ninety-five percent. Yeah. Like, this movie. like people like this movie. Regular Joes like this music. It's a movie. good movie. Critics may have a few bones to pick here and there, but like, I don't know. I heard somebody say <laughs> on a podcast. Uh, so I'm like recycling podcasts. I'm sorry, <laughs> but but like, um, no little kid grew up dreaming of being a critic <laughs> you know like oh, like and if yeah. you did what a weird kid you are like, i mean you probably just land in it where you're like oh i like this sort of thing but yeah. i don't really have any other way other than like describe it to people in really mean ways but so now is the part <laughs> where we we will critique <laughs> if now we will be critics um okay so one through five zombies okay um one to five in zombies. What do you rate the story? The, uh, the story, the story is really average. Like the story mm -hmm. itself, there's nothing really. Uh, I, I don't know. It's like a. It's hard because what do you call story? Like is it is it's it there, about isn't the a huge? So let's say the, the plot. The plot. I don't know. It's like a three. I think. I think it's pretty hmm. three. Three or five. I, yeah, three it's zombies. weird. Because, I mean, but then you get like the ending and all that. Like I don't know. Like I would say because <sighs> of the ending and the progression of the characters. Yeah. Like the full storytelling. Yeah. Of this. I mean, maybe that's why I like it. I don't know. I'm like this with the storytelling. It it it's heart wrenching, and like it's just the progression yeah. of the characters. The character development, like I'm gonna give it a four. Okay, all right, yeah, maybe I'll go. I'll go because that. Okay. it's a little basic with the way that like the progression of the sure. characters sure. and how oh no, it's an absent father and now he comes back and oh my god, now he's not as absent and but like also oh and now he's dead <laughs> and now he, but then there's and now he's dead and they pull no punches, killing a whole bunch of people mm -hmm. and like heart wrenching of having to sacrifice himself and then her singing that song yeah, as a yeah. reminder right, and that being right, the yeah. only reason that they don't kill them because they just think they're zombies. Yeah, yeah, because what zombies it's, is singing Aloha Away. Yeah. It's, that's why I'm giving it a four and not a three. All right. It's not quite a five, but it's yeah. solid yeah, yeah. four. The acting. As far as I could tell, 
it's a five. Yeah, I'm, it, like I'm totally gonna give that a five. I'm reading, you know. Granted, I, I'm I'm reading uh, subtitles, but mm-hmm. uh, like it seemed really good. Like the facial yeah. expressions and and everything, uh, it seemed really good to me. Yeah, and I actually I have a hard time with subtitles because I I don't know why, but I rely maybe forty percent when I'm listening to people on reading their lips. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't like have any no, we all, hearing. Yeah, we all we all sort tend of things, to do that. but like yeah, sure. But like with masks has been super hard, and I have to ask people what all the time, and they get really annoyed with me. Anyway, sometimes I have a really hard time with subtitles because I have a hard time like focusing, and then like I can't well, like do like is, the switch. It, it, well, my problem is is I I will either read ahead in the subtitles. And then, like, stuff will happen that I know is going to happen because mm-hmm. I read the subtitles. Or, like, I, I you know, I want to be able to actually see the scene. I don't always yeah. want to be, like, reading the subtitles. So I try to – you're right. I try to do this, like, back and forth and quick thing. It's really mm-hmm. hard to do. So it's always a little bit challenging with subtitle movies. Yeah, but, but this, um, I, if I remember correctly, I didn't have that hard of a time with it. Yeah, like to a some, point where sometimes... I sort of felt like I, fr- I forgot I was even reading subtitles, yeah. you know? We watched this show called Old Enough. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's from Japan. It's yeah. amazing. I don't know why I was going to say it's from Japan, but it is Japan. it's in yeah. Jap- it's J- Japanese. <laughs> Japanese. It's in Japanese, so there's subtitles. Yeah. Um, But, like, that I can also deal with. I don't feel like I'm spoiling stuff, though. In a, like, drama or whatever, I'm always worried that I'm going to read something yeah. before it a-, a person actually that. says it. That's... That's that's odd. I like never I notice. Just, I, I also yeah. read really slow, so yeah, sometimes like they go by before I can read all of it. And sometimes with the what I was gonna say with the show old enough, sometimes I just like stop reading and I just watch it and kind mm-hmm. of pretend I know what they're saying, yeah, yeah. or go based off of context clues. What's our What's our next? But well, we didn't rate the acting. Acting. I did. Oh, you gave a five. Right? I gave a five. Acting. I'll give it a five. Five zombies. Um, filmmaking, direction, editing, sound. Uh, there was nothing wrong There's with it. Like the direction, that's five for me. Yeah, I the direction was, was good. I thought like, there was I didn't nothing find anything. there that didn't need to be there. It was very manipulative, which is good mm-hmm. <laughs> in a thing like this. Like you pulled my heartstrings hard. Yeah, and you made me feel excited, and you made me jump, and like all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> me, you, you screamed. You screamed. I did scream. Actually, I did scream a few times. Um, I often yell at characters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I probably yelled at the businessman quite a lot. Mm-hmm. We watched this a little while ago, month or so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Time means nothing anymore. But, yeah, five. Solidly five. This is a good movie. Makeup FX, five. Five. So, overall, I must say that's... At least a 4.5. Yeah, it's probably a 4.5 for me. I would say yeah. 4.5. It's so close to perfect. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure what it could do to be more perfect. Yeah. It, there's it, just like, I don't know if there's anything that the story could have had more of because yeah. that's what we were following. I just feel like, like it relies really, really heavy, heavily on these like almost cartoonish sort of mm-hmm. like... Uh, uh, archetype characters yeah that you they know have a lot you're of like, stereotypes you're like oh all right all right like when it's happening i'm like okay here we are with this but in the end like it, 
it kind of didn't matter and yeah. it was it was fine like, but that that's that's maybe my only beef with it but yeah there's like the stereotypical it relies heavy on stereotypes but like that it kind of has to for better or worse yes yes um but that was both its downfall and it's like yeah and and when I and by downfall it's it's, it's like not, like, not <laughs> a downfall no it's like the only part that is maybe nick, not just a little paint totally chip totally awesome we um we washed cars today so i just i just said something that was like it's, it's only paint chip <laughs> there were there were some paint chips in cars in the our cars yeah yeah bummer. <laughs> um all right so i think uh that about that about does it for this episode of yeah. uh, spooky pancakes uh want to have a really sincere heartfelt shout out to uh my mom yeah and to your mom she uh really has uh gone above and beyond making sure that these episodes can actually now finally be available yeah uh, for all of you to hear uh so she's the one who uh like made sure that that this was available uh in all the various places that you uh that you listen to this podcast on you know apple podcasts or spotify or you know whatever it is you know yeah. amazon yeah and she made she made our website thank you so much mom because she has uploaded our podcast she has totally taken the initiative because we're two procrastinators high five yeah procrastinators unite we'll, we'll unite later okay all right that sounds good <laughs> yeah I got a podcast to finish. I know, right? Um, yeah. So she has been like, both her and my sister have both been like, when are you going to update an episode? Like, when are you going to put out these episodes? When are you going to do this? You need to create a social profile. Like, we're like, we just want to like watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're, so they've kind of taken the reins and the management and all that of this where they're just like, we're going to like keep you on top of this because that's kind of their role in our family despite them not wanting it to be yeah tough luck yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so thank you mom for uploading episodes for taking the initiative to get to put out a request for our logo and thank you to our logo designer that it's amazing we yep. love it yep thank you and uh Thanks to all of you listeners out there for uh, for spending some time with us. Please, you know, tell friends, tell people, you know, that you think uh, might be interested. Yeah. You know, share this on on your socials. We'd uh, love to grow our listener base. We really would. Yeah. So, this is Dave and Rowan reminding you to keep, keep it, it spooky. Find spooky pancakes online at SpookyPancakes.com. And make sure to follow us on our socials at Spooky Pancakes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and Spooky underscore Pancakes on Twitter. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And a five-star review would be great too. Thanks. Bye.